doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel. Take a fly. Ship me trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. As we said last week, football's done, but we keep going. And now, this week, we're going to jump right in because we need to talk. <laughs> we have some people that need some advice. And yeah. It seems there are a lot more people, new people, starting Dynasty Leagues. Right. That's a good thing. It is. Yes, it's a very good thing. But they need to do some research. They need to do some studying. <laughs> they need to do some mock drafts. Uh, a coworker of mine did a draft just this past weekend, and he called me up after round two going, I don't understand what's going on. My entire plan has gone out the window. And we're going to show you just how weird this draft went. Right. Yes, it's a super flex. Mm-hmm. Yes, the quarterbacks will score points, but they're only four-point touchdowns. So right off the bat, quarterbacks aren't as valuable as some other as leagues. they would be. Right. There's no bonuses. There's no tiered PPR. Um, there's really nothing outstanding about this league other than the fact that it's super flex. Right. So I understand why you might want a quarterback first. But... Yeah. <laughs> not not where the first pick was. Not where the first pick was. So <laughs> let's start right off and uh, dissect this draft. I don't even know how else to put it. We've, we've got to break it down, and we have to educate you along the way. So that's what we're going to yeah. do tonight. We're talking dynasty drafts, do's and don'ts for all the new guys out there that are just getting into their first dynasty leagues. So here we go. With the first overall pick in this particular dynasty draft, mm-hmm. in which you need a couple running backs, a couple receivers, a flex, a yeah. tight end, and a super flex, and a defense, and a kicker, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. The first overall pick was Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> just... Tell me why that's bad, Tom. Uh, it's bad because, well, first of all, you kind of covered it already. It's only four points per touchdown. Not nearly close, not even close to being close to what you want out of a quarterback. And you can get a quarterback much later in the draft, at least usually. And if you look later in the draft, really late in the draft, there's a bunch of quarterbacks that you could grab that give you a decent amount of points, especially when it's only four points per touchdown. And the biggest reason that it's a mistake is because you're not taking Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) Yeah, we knew you would say that. Um, (laughs) At least he went at pick two. He didn't fall any further than pick two. And, I mean, if you're not a huge fan of Christian McCaffrey or you're a Giants fan or you're, you know, a Cowboys fan, I could maybe understand going Saquon or Zeke somewhere in there. Not my cup of tea, not your cup of tea. We're going CMC every time. Yep. So, of course, pick three, Saquon Barkley. Again, not a bad pick. Right. Pick four, Michael Thomas, if you want to lock down. Oh, and it is half PPR, by the way, if I did not Mm -hmm. mention that. So it's not like a PPR god like Michael Thomas is as valuable as he would be in a regular straight-up PPR. 
but I can still understand why you'd want to take him at pick four and have him forever. You never have to worry about your number one wide receiver. Yeah. So then we get uh, another run of running backs, Zeke, Kamara, Dalvin Cook. We kind of talked about those in another episode. They're all going to go in the first round this year. Yep, and that's they're more all fine picks. I might uh, reorder it a little bit, but it's not a big deal. And um, one of your <laughs> mad crush <laughs> for 2019 goes at pick eight. Who is that? Lamar Jackson. And mm. listen, I, I this is just it's just too early. You can't take him in the first round. I understand the super flex options, and I get that. But there's so many other things you can do. He's You're taking it way too high, and he's going to be fine. He's going to be great. But I can't imagine he's going to be as good as he was last year just because this last year was amazing. It's almost darn perfect for a quarterback. So Except for the playoffs. Fantasy purposes, for fantasy <laughs> yeah, purposes. I know. <laughs> oh, And uh, just to go on top of that, the last like three years, there's been somebody in the league that just has taken the league by storm. Like, how are they ever going to stop him? Well, then the next year they come back down to normal. Like Patrick Mahomes, he went completely berserk, and then he yep. had a normal. He was a great year. It was an excellent year, uh, but he got hurt a few games, and he wasn't as valuable as he was the year before. So Lamar Jackson's not going to do what he did again two years in a row, more than likely. If he does, then we're going to have to have a separate conversation about what he means to fantasy football. But Right. Um, yeah, and then we could be talking about something like, because when Michael Vick was going berserk, it was 100% worth it to have him as your quarterback, and you could have taken him a lot higher than what norm- people would have normally taken a quarterback. And the same goes with Lamar Jackson, but you have to have it. You have to have it every single year. And we saw it with Michael Vick. He, he didn't have it every year. And that's what made it not valuable and a bad pick if you picked him up high. Do you remember? I'm not sure <laughs> if we were really doing fantasy together at that point, but do you remember the year after Michael Vick went berserk mm-hmm. that Matthew Barry said you should take Michael Vick number one overall with your next, not even a super flex. He was saying, take Michael Vick number one overall in regular drafts. I do remember that. And that was, uh, it's just a mistake. And I've never really liked Matthew Barry. I've, I've had nothing against him. I'm sure he's gets, he gets his, you know, uh, his championships and all that. And he tells people what to do. And I'm sure they all do pretty de- decent, but there's always something that he says, and I'm just like, I completely disagree with that. <laughs> and like, it seems like it's a garbage thing to say. Yeah. And that was one of them. And a lot of times he's right on some things, but not, not that one. And it's just not, it's never right to take a quarterback with your first pick. Never. Unless he is absolutely berserk every single year. And he's always going to do that. And you know that then yes, I can understand it at that point. But Michael Vick was never consistent. One year no. was great, maybe two, and then it was a blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then you have another great year, <laughs> and then it was blah, blah, blah. And it was continued to go blah after that. Now, I like the Lamar Jackson pick more than the Patrick Mahomes pick. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. for the fact that, obviously, it was later in the first round, and right. you still get six points for rushing touchdowns, and Lamar Jackson gets more rushing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. That... That is perfectly understandable. Now, in the Superflex League, I'm 
almost okay with Lamar Jackson in this particular dynasty league. That's it's an okay spot. I still don't like it. I wish it would be at least in the second round. Yeah. It all depends on how the rest of your team shapes out. So we'll come back. We'll talk about the teams as they come and we'll, we'll go back between the two teams that took a quarterback in the first round and see how they shaped up at least the half a draft that we've got uh, here in front of us. Uh, so pick nine was my co-worker's pick. He took DeAndre yep. Hopkins. You can't blame him for that. Nope, that's a good uh, pick. Then it was, it's a 10-team league, so then the 10th pick and the turn, Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, you yep. can't get much better at nine or 10 and 11. Uh, and, and this is where this is where your co-worker may have made a slight error. Uh, possibly maybe he thought he was going to get one of those guys uh and so ended up not getting either one henry or chubb but he i, I would have taken derrick henry there i understand why you take hopkins because hopkins is awesome he's always going to be awesome and he's consistently awesome so i get that but uh you one of them one of them running backs is uh, a stellar guy to have especially in a dynasty so yeah i would have yeah, I, I think it's just a slight error it's not a big deal because there's other guys you can have. Of course. I would have preferred to have one running back and one wide receiver there. He's a yeah. Packers fan, so he took Devontae Adams in the second round, which... Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's fine. It's great, but it's it's not bad. So then Tyreek Hill goes, eh. Yeah. He's fine. I don't know. He's just more of a big play guy, and you're not getting points for, you know, long touchdowns or long plays, so... yeah. I'm probably not taking him in the second round, but you there's, can't fault somebody for it. There's not a, a ton of other guys. And when it comes to wide receivers, I'm just very lackluster on them this year yes. coming up. It's just nothing stands out to me like they used to. Like, it's just not there. Nope, you're right. Um, then we have our third quarterback of the draft taken, Deshaun Watson. So <laughs> if you're going to go quarterback there and it's a dynasty, I guess that's the guy. I mean, there really isn't a whole lot else yeah. that you would assume goes in front of him. Um, no. Then we got Julio Jones, who I am not sure how many years he's got left in him. I'm sure there's still a few, but... He's one of those guys where he's had some injuries over the years where you got to start thinking about that in these dynasty drafts. Julio is awesome. I love Julio, but it's getting to be time where how many years are you going to have him for? Yeah, it's a good question to ask yourself. And I'd say at most, I can't imagine he plays for more than four more years. I just think that he's just kind of done. Unless they get a quarterback and it's not going to be Matt Ryan that can actually do something and get them back into the playoffs, then maybe he sticks around and rides it out with whoever that quarterback might be. But I, at this point, it just seems very eh, eh. with him. And <laughs> I, he had a successful year. I'm not saying he did. Yeah. I think he can again. It's just I don't know if he really has that care anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure. It That Falcons team – is such yeah. a Jekyll and Hyde over the last <laughs> few years. I mean, they were the offense to be in, and then they lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, mm. and then they have good games and bad games, and we don't know the running game goes away. So it's all pass, and it's it's such an enigma anymore to predict what the Falcons are going to do. 
Anyway, I almost feel like that. I just want to touch on that. Yep. I almost feel like that Falcons losing the Super Bowl game was such a gut punch to them <laughs> that they just could not recover from it. That's, That's very that, possible. They yep, they really <laughs> haven't. Okay, so with the sixth pick in the second round, we finally have Travis Kelsey go. That's about where you're going to see him go. Yep. I'm not taking him there. Nope. There's much better options for dynasty purposes, in my opinion. Yeah, if you uh, go down the list, there is. Yeah, we can get there. Yep, yeah, we'll get a lot there. Of guys that you can get to in dynasty. So then we have a couple more quarterbacks go. Which quarterbacks oh, yeah. would you think would go after? Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson in a dynasty startup. Where Where is your mind at? Maybe are you thinking Wentz, Mayfield, Josh Allen, one of those guys? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is why I say wait <laughs> on the quarterback because all these guys are fine, and you want a you want a young guy. Uh, and again, why I say wait is because I would prefer somebody like Josh Allen, and there's no way somebody's picking him right here. But nope. of course, somebody went with Russell Wilson, and I understand why they think that's a good pick. It's not though. It's really not. It's one. It really. It's a real poor decision by this person, and Russell Wilson should have dropped a lot further down. I for me, the way he finished the year just wasn't good enough. I really do like Metcalf. So I'm hoping that something clicks there with sure, him and Metcalf sure. in the future. Maybe that's what this guy was banking on. Um, and Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. It just, for some reason, he started out so good. And then it was like just. Well, then I traded for him. And that's yeah, what right. ended it. So, I mean, we already know the reason. But yeah, yeah. if you're not a fan of the Russell Wilson pick, are you a fan of the next pick? Not at all. This is worse. <laughs> I can't, and this is just me, probably from my bias as well. But Dak Prescott, I, I no, <laughs> no, no, no. There's so many. I'd rather have Kyler Murray than Dak Prescott. I'd rather have Carson Wentz than Dak Prescott. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, even. And I know it's a dynasty. And I'd rather have Baker Mayfield. I'd rather have Josh Allen. I rather <laughs> frick. I'd rather have Sam Darnold than Dak Prescott. I know that's a really, really that's pushing it out there. But that's me. But Come on, Dak is not the guy to have as your starting quarterback. Now, luckily, this guy does get somebody else later on in the draft yep. that actually I think is going to be good. But, yeah, Dak would not be my second pick that, in that draft. That is not the fifth overall quarterback in a dynasty draft to take, no. not in my opinion. Nope. Neither. All right, so we move on. The second-to-last pick in the second round was Mike Evans. Uh, granted, he That's had some pick. injury issues this last year, yeah. but – should be fine, although we're not sure who the quarterback is going to be in Tampa right now. So <laughs> well, that Jameis, more it's than Jameis, it's it's a really good pick and a really bad pick yeah, at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> so the first overall pick finally gets its second pick. Mm-hmm. They get the next he's two picks. Running back, or he's got to be going running back. I mean, there's you know, plenty of guys day. out there. Yeah. yeah um, like that, right? No, Kyler Murray. No. Oh my God! <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this. Now so I understand. Many. I understand one thing. Now you got your your quarterbacks for the future for the for your life. It's a dynasty. You don't have to worry about it. But man, you're gonna have to really <laughs> draft well the rest of this draft. You're going to have to draft really well. I mean, <laughs> we discussed it just a smidge before the show. 
it's a super flex. You've got your two guys for the next 10 years. If this league lasts this long, then you're set. You can build along the way and still have your top two quarterbacks. Okay. I kind of get it. Not the way I would have picked it. And I definitely wouldn't have gone Keenan Allen with my next pick in a half PPR. <laughs> yeah, half PPR really makes Keenan Allen's uh, position here just not good. And he is usually a catch machine. So, and, and he wasn't that great of a catch machine this last year. So if he doesn't get the receptions, it's not, he's almost not even worth a third round pick, but yeah, he's the first pick in the third round. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think he's going to have a fine year. At least I hope so, because I have him in our dynasty of course. Uh, contract league. So I really hope that he does well, but I just don't see him being better than some other wide receivers that could be out there. All right, we'll move along. Uh, George Kittle goes. That's uh, the normal spot. Yeah. Uh, the guy who drafted Dak Prescott uh, takes Carson Wentz, so he at least got a quarterback we would have taken in that spot. Right. And here, but before here's... we before we analyze this, I have to say he's taken a giant, a cowboy, and an eagle, and I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> well, here's the problem: he took Carson Wentz. That's a fine pick, but the problem is you got Dak Prescott. Now you got two quarterbacks, and you got a running back. And you got nothing else at this point. You should have not wasted both of those picks and gotten a running back or wide receiver instead of Dak. You could have got you could have got Dak with your next pick. You could have waited. Yeah. There's no way he would have been taken before your next pick, which you ended up getting Carson Wentz with. So I don't know. It's a bad decision, poor decision. I didn't like it, but we can move on. We <laughs> move on. Uh, so now the person with Michael Thomas and Russell Wilson picks up Todd Gurley in the third round. I mean, I, I guess that's where he's probably going to go because he is such he's so up in the air. Uh, I just yeah. read a stat to you the other day when we were streaming that Todd Gurley did not have a 100-yard game this last year. He got close a couple of yeah. times, but he did not have a 100-yard rushing performance. So his touchdown saved him. What they're going to do with him this next year is a mystery, and it's I'm gonna I, I'm gonna clear the mist <laughs> on this mystery because I, I I think they're done with him. I really do. Now, third round Todd Gurley. There's always a chance you get back to that stud of a guy, and now you just got one of the best picks of the draft. It's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. I don't. I think they're done and they they want to move on. I wouldn't be surprised if they even try to trade him away and get something out of him before he's completely garbage. Because I just think with the knee issue, all the controversy that was going on this this last season, he didn't do much. It was very lackluster. I just don't think they want him, and I don't really know what the Rams are thinking. But I just I think he's done. I think he's done on the Rams, and even if he stays on the Rams. It's not going to be a, a good season. I I think I'm going to stay away from him all year this year. Definitely not drafting him in a dynasty and expecting yes, much more yes. than a couple of years out of him. And right. I'm probably staying away from him in standard, just regular year-long yeah. leagues because he, you're going to have to take him in the second-ish round probably uh, because, like we've talked about before, running backs are going to go – hot in the first round this coming season so if you need a running back and he's still there 
you're going to have to decide, do I think Todd Gurley can at least repeat what he did in 2019? If so, it's okay. But if you're right, Tom, then Todd Gurley is going to start falling off. It's going to be bad. And there's going to be a lot of people out there who drafted Todd Gurley that are not going to make the playoffs because you can't waste that high of a pick on somebody who might just be garbage. And he's your first pick. He's your first pick. I mean, I mean, not your first pick, your first running back and on this team. So he's got Michael Thomas, he's got Russell Wilson, and he has Todd Gurley. Uh, that's just – that's Michael Thomas was a great pick. Yep. Russell Wilson was not, and Todd Gurley is not. I'm sorry, I just I, – there's so many other young guys I'd much rather have <laughs> than Todd Gurley. I mean, the whole next round, the whole fourth round is filled with people that yep. I'd rather have. The fourth round is a good one. Uh, we'll speed through the rest of the third round. Uh, speaking of young guys, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers go the next two. Uh, <laughs> uh, and here's the wide receivers coming up here that could have been taken in place of somebody like Keenan Allen or, yeah. you know, Carson Wentz if – you didn't want to, or you wanted to take, instead of Dak Prescott the round before, I probably would have taken somebody like Amari Cooper or Chris Godwin or Odell Beckham. And my coworker took Melvin Gordon. I wasn't 100% on Melvin Gordon in the third round because I don't know where he's going to be, but I think that's probably the only way you're going to get him is the end of the third-ish, somewhere in there. At this point, you're kind of hoping that he has that bounce back of a year and he right. stays consistent because this last year was all weird with the uh, not playing and everything. So yep. we don't really know exactly what we're going to get out of Melvin Gordon. But I, I'm okay with the pick. I don't know if I would have taken him in the third in this draft. Maybe just have waited and hope you get lucky because people are down on him, which wouldn't have happened. But it's it's an okay pick. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to praise it, and I'm not going to bash it. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, too. (laughs) Uh, So then Odell was the uh, last pick in that round and come back uh, taking Aaron Jones. So this guy's first four picks, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, OBJ, and Aaron Jones. Well, if OBJ can be anything close to what we've seen him be, that's a great start to this draft. I'm not 100% on OBJ. I probably would have taken Juju over him even with the weird situation he's got, but that yeah. that's neither here nor there. That's a good one. Uh, to me, OBJ, Jarvis Landry is going to be the same as OBJ, so you might as well just wait and get Jarvis Landry later <laughs> on in the draft. I'm telling you right now, it's not worth getting an OBJ pick here. You might as well just have gone with Juju because – uh, Jarvis is going to be the same, and people are still down on Jarvis. I know. I don't, I don't get it. it. We love some Jarvis. and <laughs> Not that he's been a 110-plus catch machine like he was, but he's still yeah. worth a fifth and sixth round pick or wherever you're taking him. Yep. Uh, all right, so my coworker, he took Joe Mixon with his next pick. I kind of pushed him in that direction a little bit after yep. he called me up. I was like, that's a guy that I'm starting to warm up to. And now, again, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> when I start warming up to somebody, you might want to pump the brakes. But that's a guy I am targeting next year, depending on the situation. If my first running back is in the second round in a regular season long draft, I'm looking at Joe Mixon. To get him in in the fourth, I'm all over that. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen though, because you see all these quarterbacks in traditional drafts. Right. There's not, not going to be all these quarterbacks taken, so he'll be in the third round. 
Um, and I really like Joe Mixon. I think he ended the season really strong and on a bad team, <laughs> a team that's just garbage. So you know they're going to give the best player, which he I believe is their best player, at least one of their best players. I'm not going to go completely there. Yeah. But he is he's somebody that deserves – to be on a team as one of your starting running backs, and I think you'll be a really good, have a really good year this next year. And right. then we got Juju. That, next. The only non-running back in round four. It was nine out of ten picks were running backs. So Juju, then James Conner, which I'm probably not touching with a ten foot pole anywhere. Uh, Leonard Fournette in the fourth round. If he can stay healthy, that is a great. That pick. is a great pick to me. That's probably. Oh man, there's a couple other guys I really like yes. in this round. But Aaron Jones, beautiful pick. Joe Mixon, a really good pick. Uh Leonard Fournette, that's a beautiful pick in the fourth round. I I, I absolutely love fourth round. I mean, seriously, yes. that's a really good pick. And then we go on to which I really don't I'm a, I'm sitting here, I'm a Jets fan. I have no idea what to think about <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. I don't know. I have I've I'm not even gonna say anything about it. I'm gonna it, let you completely take this one. Oh great. Thanks a lot for that. Uh <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was a victim of the Jets offense not getting off to a good start early in the season when they had no Sam Darnold. And mm. I it almost feels like he kind of took the year off after he knew it wasn't going to go well. We might see a different Le'Veon Bell this year if Darnold stays healthy, doesn't get mono again, and the offensive line can give him uh, some time and he's not seeing ghosts and all that good stuff. (laughs) I will say this. I will say this. I know I said I was going to let you say it, but (laughs) the offensive line was one of the worst in the league. Whether you put all the stats together, they were one of the worst. And watching it as a Jets fan, I couldn't stand it. It was horrible to watch because all the times Sam Darnold was getting rushed, hurried, sacked. Bell had no holes. It was and even though he's one of the most patient running backs in the league, he couldn't he couldn't sit there and wait forever. He had to try and make something happen and he just couldn't because there's no holes. There was nothing. So <laughs> that that offensive line needs to be revamped and the Jets as looking at it as a Jets fan, they need to go offensive line the first two rounds. <laughs> And make I'm serious. We've had this conversation before. One hundred thousand percent positive. That's what they need to do. There's no other option to make this team better. Your defense is fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Well, your defense will be better if they don't have to be on the field all year. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So uh, Philip Lindsay next. It's uh, whatever. If you believe in him. The Broncos could be a better offense if Drew Locke gets an entire offseason and Cortland Sutton's his guy. He did. He had a a down year, in my opinion, and I think that it should be better this next year. Uh, I don't know. It's really hard because he's so far under the radar that I don't think people are thinking about him at all. So I feel like getting him in the fourth round and even regular drafts is a really big possibility. Um but I almost rather have the next guy on the list, and that's Miles Sanders. That one stood out to me. Um, I probably, instead of my coworker going Gordon and Mixon, I mm-hmm. might have gone Mixon and Sanders in the yep. dynasty format here. But that's partly my bias. But since you're uh, kind of on the Sanders train here, I'll let you speak on it. 
Well, I've just everything I've seen out of him this this last year, at least the last few, like the last what half of the year, yeah, was superb. <laughs> it was awesome, and I loved it. And I think he's going to really rack up a lot of points this year. I think, I think he's going to be top ten. I really do. I don't know what my I set a prediction on him what two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah. And I, I don't remember what I said, but I think he's going to be really good, and I think he's completely worth taking in the fourth round. Another guy I really don't mind coming in the, with the next pick in this draft is Josh Jacobs. The fact that Le'Veon Bell got taken before him, James Conner got taken before him, Philip Lindsay got taken before him, I just I don't see what purpose of having any of them guys over Josh Jacobs in a draft that you're doing for Dynasty. Right. Le'Veon Bell, I mean, he's old. Uh, James Conner, he's proven nothing. Philip Lindsay, it's it was a very down year. I think Josh Jacobs has a lot of future, and just like Miles Sanders, I actually rather have Miles Sanders than Josh Jacobs, believe it or not. But I don't think either one of them deserves to go in the fourth round. But I think it's absolutely worth it for both of them. Yeah, uh, we move along to the fifth round. Is a bunch of there's a couple in here. It's Marlon Mack. Oh, Marlon Mack is the end. Yeah, we can just pass over him. I'm not taking him in any drafts. I don't see him. He He's fine when he's on the field, but he's so wishy-washy when it comes to actually being 100% healthy that yeah. he's not somebody I draft. Anyway, the next five were all wide receivers, and there's only one out of them that I was excited about, and that was A.J. Brown. The rest were yeah. Thielen, A.J. Green, Diggs, and Cooks. A.J. Brown I like. But again, we don't know what we're going to get out of them because we don't know how Tennessee's offense is going to be until they start re-signing and franchising people. I don't like. Thielen could be fine. I don't like AJ Green. I I was just I'm done with him this yeah the rest of my fantasy career unless <laughs> he goes nuts and he actually goes back to the AJ Green that we know and love. Uh, Diggs will be fine. These are just like fine picks, and there's other guys that I rather have over these guys. Um, Brandon Cooks, I, oh yes, there's just some I can't. I had him man. in one league last year, and it was the most Ugh. frustrating thing. It was like having Sammy Watkins 2.0 last year, <laughs> and it was horrible. <laughs> but we can forget about him because then yeah. the next pick was great. Uh, middle of the oh, fifth round, perfect. Zach Ertz. Yep. Yes, he wasn't what he was the year before, but that was a career. It was a record-setting year for a tight end. So if you're expecting that back-to-back years, you've got some learning, more learning to do in fantasy football. And I saw somebody on some forum somewhere saying uh, they had a list of tight ends. Would you want Zach Ertz or whatever for this, or this guy or this guy? And the guy said, one of the guys said, well, Zach Ertz was great with Foles, but not so much with Wentz. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Where were you? Yeah. the guy just was amazing two years ago and the majority of that was with Wentz. yeah yeah get out of here i don't get it i wanted i wanted to comment so bad but it wouldn't have been a nice one so i would have right i I held back back. all right then we got cooper cup (sighs) whatever i like cooper cup but that rams offense is starting to scare me a little bit uh then devin singletary which i thought maybe after you know a couple of those uh Rookie guys went. Maybe Singletary was going to be soon to follow, but he uh, waited almost a full round. There's two guys, Miles Sanders and Devin Singletary. These guys I'm targeting big this next year. I love both of them. I think they're both going to be electric. I think Devin Singletary could even have a better better year than Miles Sanders. Let's. I, I'm. I I don't even know 
what this is <laughs> about him, but he has something really special. And trust me when I say this, he is my guy. He is my man crush this next year, 100%. <laughs> man crush. <laughs> there it is. Yes. I love it. I mean, I think Singletary in the fifth round, 100%, 100% give it to me because he's going to be a top 10. I guarantee it. I'm putting my stamp on that. All right. Well, he finally got a quarterback out of my coworker. He took Baker Mayfield. It's uh, It's fine. Yep. We know that he's capable. We've seen him have really good games. So if they can figure it out in Cleveland, they probably won't be hyped up this offseason like they were last oh, offseason, which they, will not. <laughs> they kind of had that um, curse where they got hyped up like the Eagles did when Vince Young signed there and said, we're the dream team. Yet, no, no, don't do it. We've seen this not go well before, so maybe they'll come back down to earth and he'll just have a normal, regular year, which will be a good fantasy year for him. Uh, we'll see. I'm not going to go completely there. I think he's definitely worth the pick at this position, um, but I'd rather have had Josh Allen, who went a little bit later, but not not that far much later. So uh, it's a fine pick. He's young. you got plenty of time with him we'll see what happens i like baker mayfield i just don't know if the browns can ever <laughs> put it together yep uh, we'll see uh then matt ryan and alan robinson on the turn and Robinson's good he's fine he's fine it's not a dynasty pick but it's a good pick for wide receiver for the year it's fine uh and then dj moore to my co-worker which i think is a like great that. value in six yeah. round then josh allen went so yep that's good. Good pick there. Point. Damian Williams, the um, question oh, mark. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Oh, go back the go guy back. that has Josh Allen also has Lamar Jackson. Ooh. So that could be huge. Could be. Now, okay, taking Lamar Jackson in the first round, we were kind of iffy on it. But now that you have Josh Allen as well in a, in a super flex, that's almost beautiful. It very well could be. So then, yeah, Damian Williams, which yeah. – if he plays like he did in the Super Bowl and they mm-hmm. use him like that, that'll be a great pick in the sixth round. But yeah, it's, it's worth a shot, I'd say. It could be a wasted pick, too. You never be. know. Yep. Uh, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller. Uh, I'm good with Galladay, bad with yep. Fuller. I am about ready to jump off the Fuller train. He did not stay healthy again, no. and yep. I can't put that much draft capital in him anymore. Yeah, Fuller is probably one of them guys that... It's gonna. You're gonna have to take him really late, and he's not gonna go that far. Yeah, he's going to be taken right about where he's taken right now, and it's not worth it, especially since there's a bunch of other guys behind him that you can. I read. I much rather have than Will Fuller at this point. Then we got Mark Ingram and Mark Andrews. So a couple of Ravens yep. go. I mean, those are fine. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff, who, I mean, in that position, if you're going to take a quarterback and you still think the Rams have a shot at being the offense they were a couple years Uh, ago, I guess, but neither uh, you and I are taking Goff in any leagues. But is that a better (laughs) or worse pick than the last pick in the sixth round of Darius Geis? Man, I I say this every time (laughs) I bring his name up. I just feel so bad for the guy. I really, I really hope he can get it together. And, and this is just me hoping. Right. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I just, it's not worth it. It's not worth taking the chance on him unless you're getting him really late, which again is probably not going to happen. Nope. 
to me, it's eighth round or later for him, and there's no chance that that's going to happen. Well, then he took T.Y. Hilton on that turn, and then our favorite running back <laughs> of this offseason, besides Damian Williams, David Johnson. Man, Seventh crazy. round for David Johnson. Think, Never. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Seventh round? Where was he last year? Where was he two years ago? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he's a, is he going to be the number one guy? On no, that team? I well, I read an article about David Johnson and his contract. I think somebody will have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it actually costs the Cardinals more money to cut him than to keep him. Well, that's that's fine and, and dandy, but I, is he going to be the guy on that team? Because if he's going to be the guy, he's absolutely worth this seventh round pick. But if he's just not, on pure volume alone. But he, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> there's something. There's yeah, I mean, seventh round. I'm still taking the chance. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. I'm going to take the chance with David Johnson. But there's, and this is why he's fallen to the seventh round. Yeah, because there's just something about it that you just can't. It's I just can't feel it this year with him because oh. last year was terrible. It was bad, very bad. Uh, then we got Cortland Sutton, who that should yeah. be a fine place for him. If he's going to be yeah. the number one in Denver, it's fine. O.J. Howard, not oh, not man. going there. Tyler Lockett, that's fine. David Montgomery lasted a little longer than I thought. I think he'll be fine. A seventh-round pick. pick. He is the feature back in that offense. Maybe not a three-down back, but he's still the feature back. Jarvis yeah, Landry I... finally goes. There's Beautiful. much much better value than taking OBJ in the third. Hold on, yeah. OBJ in the third, which, okay. But we, I'm not even, I don't even have the stats prop, propped up in front of me or nothing. OBJ and Jarvis Landry were almost identical. Yes, they were. When it came to fantasy points. Now, I know Landry can get, you know, a little bit of a, what's the word? Oh, return yards once in a while and yeah. stuff like that. So that kind of boosts some of, in some leagues. But they were almost identical. And you're getting Jarvis Landry with the seventh round, seventh pick in the seventh round over the third round, first pick in the third round. Oh, no, sorry. The, the last pick, pick in the third, third round. round, yep. Yeah, and I'm sorry. That is so incredibly ridiculous to take OBJ this year when you can just get, just make sure that you get Jarvis and you have OBJ. Mm. That's what you're gonna get. And <laughs> OBJ could bounce back and maybe do something for you. But I'm if he bounces back, Jarvis will be just as good or better right. than he was this last year. I'm I'm telling you this. They're the same. <laughs> they're the same. Just treat it like that. Even if OBJ does better, they are the same because that's the value you get with Jarvis Landry. I'm I'm done now. This is the new version of Devarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. It really is. That's a perfect analogy. Perfect. All right, then uh, my boy Evan Engram goes, eighth pick in the seventh round. If he stays healthy, it'll be a great pick, but yep. we'll see. Then my coworker takes DK Metcalf. Obviously, there's so much like upside. It. It's a fine place like to take it. him. Uh, right after him, Calvin Ridley. Again, not a bad place, but that Falcons offense is just weird. 
Then Jared Cook. Um, oh my gosh! Sorry, um, I, w- <sighs> I should have had a buzzer installed. Or, nah, nope, that's a bad one. You are disqualified. Why are we taking Jared Cook at all when guys like Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, and Austin Hooper oh, are still available? Yeah. Insane. Uh, yeah. Then we get back to our coworker. Takes Austin Eckler. He loved him last year. I've yeah, loved right. Eckler yeah. for a few years. He's got Gordon. So if Gordon's still on the Chargers and Eckler's there, you got something there. Yeah. So I understand that. Uh, then Chris Carson, Devonta Freeman, eh, whatever. Uh, Darren yeah. Waller then goes. Then Kenyon Drake goes in the eighth round. If he comes this back as Arizona's starting running back, that could be the steal that, of the yeah. draft. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you really know if Johnson is going to be the guy, or is it going to be Kenyon Drake? I, I, I've Kenyon Drake is a free agent, so we don't even know if he's going to be on the Cardinals. But, but we have this feeling. Oh, we do. <laughs> we have this feeling. Where else is he going to go? I, I, I'm sorry. I think he comes back. I don't think they trust in David Johnson. The whole reason they didn't trust him last year, and that's the whole reason they got Kenyon Drake. David Johnson is just a little too old and injury-ish, prone-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I love mm-hmm, that. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. But I just – Kenyon Drake's going back. The Cardinals, if he's not – any other team, this could be a really good thing for him. But absolutely could be the biggest steal of the draft, unlike this next pick, Sammy Watkins. Who might not even play next year, depending <laughs> on how he feels, all that right. good stuff. We said last time that we were glad, and then we wouldn't have to worry about him. I'm never even looking at his name. No, no. Nope. If I do, you have the right to punish me in whatever yes. way you feel. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Then we got Carry On Johnson. I don't even no. care about him anymore yeah. after the Lions year. I mean, it could be better if yeah. Stafford comes back and does well again. I'm not counting on it. <laughs> Robert Woods, we've all been kind of meh on him. He has some good games and then disappears. In, in the eighth round, it's fine. Not I'm not going to bash that game. one. Hunter Henry, again, if he stays healthy, like great yeah. pick. Sony Michelle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's late. It's all right. Then it's a run of quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, whatever. Yeah. Daniel Jones, I'm okay yeah. with there. Yeah. Jameis Winston, <laughs> who knows? Uh, I believe uh, Joe, our buddy Joe, sent me something the other day that said uh, there was some predictions for Winston's upcoming season, and it was like 23 touchdowns and like 41 interceptions or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, no. If he does that, he'll never play in the league no, again. Then Ryan Tannehill goes, Christian, Christian Kirk, whatever. I, like I actually kind of like that. Then the hope, I, the this hope, is just a wild card, absolutely. Taysom Hill, yeah, I, I, I understand it, and it's going to be interesting going into next year when I start doing mock drafts and then start getting into real drafts. Will I consider him as a quarterback on my team? Because if he can be the guy we know he can be. It could be another really good pick, but boy, I just I don't think it's worth the risk at this point. And the only other quarterback this guy has on his team is Deshaun Watson, so he's going to have to play Taysom Hill and expect him to be more than what he was this last year. Yep. Put it that way. 
Uh, then we got Ronald Jones, uh, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Eh. Man, I just, yeah. Then my coworker takes Austin Hooper. I thought That's that a was beauty. a great pick. That's a beautiful pick in the ninth round. Then beautiful. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's not That's good not very good. But is it better or worse than his next pick on the turn, which is the Chicago Bears defense? No. Nobody else took a defense. One, before we even say anything about this, this was absolutely retarded to say you're going to have a defense in a dynasty league. If right. you're going to do defense, you got to do some IDPs. Yep. There is no point. Yep. You can have the Bears defense. And just like, okay, two years ago, Bears defense was one of the best in the league. Last year, mm. what did the Bears defense do? I mean, yeah. from year to you're not even getting the same player. It's not like taking Zach Ertz in the fifth round where you know you're going to get steady production from this guy mm. for the next three or four years at least. You're taking a defense that could absolutely suck Yeah. next yep. year. I mean, they weren't good this last year. They shouldn't have been the first one off the board. They shouldn't have been in the 10th round. There's so right. many lessons to be learned just from that one pick in this one league. That and, I, and <laughs> Even if you were going to take a defense here, which is ridiculous, <laughs> why wouldn't you pick a different team? Somebody like the 49ers. I had a great defense and got a lot of interceptions and stuff like that. Well, why would you go with the Bears? The Bears were terrible. Yep. They were terrible. Uh, this, we just have the first 10 rounds. We're almost done with this, but I believe okay. my coworker took the 49ers defense in the 14th round. That's I believe fine. is what happened. I'm like, That's okay, fine. whatever. Good to go. But he did take in the 10th round, Sam Darnold. Yes. 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 <laughs> you got the steal of draft yes. right there. It's very I'll possible. Okay. He is the second to last quarterback taken in the first in the 10 draft. rounds. Huh? It's the first 10 rounds. It was a 20, 20 round draft. Last decent quarterback. Yes. It's because he's on the Jets that nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. It's because he's on the Jets that he's falling so far. I'm telling you right now, in a dynasty, that is 1,000% worth the pick. And your coworker got one of the best picks in the draft. And I'm going to tell you that right now, 100%. I mean, he got Baker Mayfield in the fifth, and he got Sam Darnold. Five rounds later in the tenth. Yep, I did that's, have to. to me, that's perfect. I did have to lead him in that direction a little bit. He was he was <laughs> yes, waiting for you. Daniel Jones. He didn't last that far, and okay. with what was left, uh, I was like, "That's who I would take. Please <laughs> take him." Um, anyway, uh, then we got Tyler Boyd, Marquise yeah. Brown. Fine, fine, yeah, like whatever. Uh, the last. Quarterback in the first 10 rounds, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, He's just not exciting. He's not. (laughs) And if they're going to have a great defense and a really good running game like they just did, I can't imagine that he's going to be throwing the ball a ton. But he's still young. He's still got a lot. I mean, he doesn't have a a great receiving core. So if they can get somebody other than Emmanuel Sanders that can do something for that team, I could see something happening. But it's just – there's a lot of other guys that I'd rather have yep. at this point. Then we got Julian Edelman and Latavius yeah. Murray, whatever. Debo Samuel, he's kind of like a, a wild card, fine pick like in the 10th. Cream Hunt. I like that too. I, I don't know. 
It's it's going to be really interesting to watch this year. I think last year we all kind of didn't really know what to expect because he was suspended for half the year. But now, starting the year, it's going to be really – it's going to be fun to watch. I think we're going to find out what he really is, and then we might find out what Chubb really is too. If he even lasts into the season, who knows what dumb thing he might do yeah, next. That's very, very, very true. That's the problem with Kareem Hunt. Um, no problems with McCole Hardman other than the fact that he's not the number one on a team and he's probably only going to get about 60 targets on the year. Unless Sammy Watkins doesn't play, then maybe he'll be worth a little bit more than we think he is. I think if Sammy Watkins doesn't play, which is a very, to me, a big possibility, I think Hardman just takes his place unless they go out and get somebody, which I don't see them doing. And I think Hardman takes that that role and can be a very valuable pick, especially with the last pick in the 10th round. All right. Before we get out of here, let's review the two teams that took quarterbacks in the first round and see which (laughs) one sounds better. Now, we have pick one that had Mahomes and Kyler Murray as their first two picks. Okay. I like their quarterbacks. Of course. Let's let's just put that to the side. Yeah. Quarterbacks. Let's put good. that to the side. Now this is the first ten rounds too. It's not a full team. But right. their wide receivers that they took. Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, T. Y. Hilton, and McCole Hardman. You got like one decent year right there. <sighs> After that it's not gonna be good. Yeah, there's so many questions with Three out of the four of those, basically. Like, yeah. what are we getting out of you, Keenan Allen? We should know. Although we, he is going to have a different quarterback. Enough. He's going to have yeah. a different quarterback. Um, it's going to be good enough, though. It should be Adam Thielen if he can stay healthy He's and get healthy. on the page with Cousins again. He'll be yep. okay. Yep. T.Y. Hilton is. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. We don't know, yeah. and of course we don't know with McCole Hardman. Now I, mean, I, almost, I almost like Hardman more than Hilton at this point. He does have Hunter Henry, which is a fine pick yeah, where he got him as long as he stays on the field. Running backs, different oh, story. Man. Oh, man. Marlon Mack, Darius oh. Geis, and Sony oh. Michelle. Now, while they're younger players, and they should be in the league for a few years, <laughs> not who I would have picked. No, definitely not. you got to get young players that have upside. and there's, I mean, there's upside. They can't get... A lot worse as far as where they're at. I mean, Darius Geis, he really can't get worse. So he's got to be better than what he was. Uh, Sony Michelle, ah, man, there was so much hype on him last yeah, year. He didn't, there was. he didn't produce. He did not produce. I kind of predicted that because I knew James White was going to have a really good year, which he wasn't superb, but he was fine. And then Marlon Mack, I just, <laughs> I just, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But it's nothing special, and you need more than that. There's no way this next year this team is going to win. No. But it's a dynasty, so you just got to hope that guys pans out to be the guy. But Because that's the, that's the wild card right there. Right. If he can actually be the guy we know he can be and not get hurt, it could be okay. Could <laughs> but be that's all right. the biggest problem. <laughs> all right. The other team that took a quarterback in the first round started with Lamar Jackson. And as you mentioned earlier, they got Josh Allen for their second quarterback. We love those two. Great. Just as good, if not maybe a little bit better. better, Maybe. We'll see. Um, 
wide receivers. Again, he took four just like the other person. Tyreek Hill, Chris Godwin, Juju, and Tyler Boyd. I don't mind it. It's better than the other guys. It is better. Well, he used higher picks on them as well. Yeah. Now he has Evan Ingram, so it's basically the same as Hunter Henry. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Running backs. This is where I think it's a little bit better than the other one. Not by a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Devin Singletary, Chris Carson, and Ronald Jones. While we love... (laughs) Probably. Um, Chris Carson will be fine if he stays healthy. And like you said, you love Devin Singletary, so should be good. But he didn't have anybody else before that. So that to me is almost, you're almost too high on him at that point. You need, I I think he's going to be top 10, but you need somebody else just in case. Yeah. Just in case he's not top 10. And now you just got somebody that's garbage. Uh, You got to get, you got to get somebody else. I'm sorry. I would have, at least in that situation, Maybe I've not gotten Juju there. Maybe I would have gotten Miles Sanders and Devin Singletary. I would be really good with that and just say, if I don't win this year, no big deal. I've got (laughs) the guys I really like. I I would at least understand that. Very true. So what did we learn about this particular dynasty draft is as soon as you get into a new one, because I think most, if not 90% of the guys in this draft, from what I heard, were brand new into Dynasty and might have been brand new into Superflex. Okay. All so, right. Well, some of this is understandable then. Right. We're trying they, to teach you. are going to have to listen to the show because yes. they need a little bit of I'm going to have to give uh, my coworker Tanner some business cards and hand out to these guys <laughs> yeah. and be like, all yeah. right, we've got some pointers <laughs> for you. Um, all in all, we learned that you, in a four-point passing Superflex – four-point passing touchdowns, you don't need to go early with your quarterbacks. There were plenty of good guys later on. They they had to have understand that, but they maybe didn't understand that. Right. They knew what the (laughs) scoring was, but they didn't understand how unimportant the four points was or how important it was that the four points wasn't important, if you know what I'm saying. But Uh I I just (laughs) – uh, yeah, I just think that they probably just didn't. And it, it probably threw everybody off when Mahomes went number one. Like, oh my God, his quarterback's so much more valuable. <laughs> I didn't realize I better take somebody as soon as I can. And yeah, it, it throws people off. It wouldn't have thrown you or I off. You'd be like, good. That leaves somebody better for me when it comes yeah. to my pick in the first couple of rounds. So, and the exact my point would have been Josh Allen. It would have been, uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins went late, and that's not bad in the Superflex. Sam Darnold, um, shoot, uh, even Jameis has a possibility there. Daniel Jones I like. I mean, these are all guys that went in the sixth round or later. Yep. So you really didn't No reason. (laughs) No reason. So, yeah, there's there's some good picks in here. There was some very rookie mistakes that uh, can be corrected. And it can be corrected even with the team that they've got because it is a dynasty and they'll get rookies and they'll make trades. So all is not lost even for the teams that we were not very high on, except for maybe the team that took uh, defense in the 10th round. But (laughs) we'll talk about that more when we talk about leagues that should have a defense in them. And uh, dynasty is not 
one of them. So if you're creating a new dynasty league out there, please take my advice here. Do not go with team defenses. If you're going to go defense, get some IDPs in there or just get rid of it completely. I would say this before we end it. If you do an IDP, make it more than just a couple guys. Otherwise, you just don't do it. That's my opinion. Yep. We can do another IDP episode soon because we have nothing better to talk about during this <laughs> off season. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're on Twitch or uh, Facebook, uh, yep. we appreciate it. Uh, check out some audio dramas out there that I'm a part of. The Veiled Monarch, The Veiled West. April 6th, I believe, is the uh, premiere date for We Be Pirates. Which would be a very fun one to do, and uh, hopefully starting up another one again here soon, doing some weird news stories. I'm sure anybody that's listened in the past has heard about that one. Uh, hopefully we're getting that one going again. Um, at Fantasy Fuel on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel, all those good websites and such for the interwebs. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to stay fueled up this extremely long off season.